don't try to get into tech or start a business in general just because you think you have a cool idea. Um, what it really should be about is you want to make sure that you're solving a problem and that you're adding value. So whether it be from the tech side or real estate, real estate is the reason why real estate investors get a bunch of tax breaks and, and the government loves real estate investors is because they're, they're providing value and they're solving a problem. One, the one problem they're solving is yeah, one, because there's a major housing shortage in, 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 the, in, the, in the country. People need places to live. People need nice places to live. And so you're, so you're helping the government in solving that problem, but you're also adding value to your tenants and potential tenants by giving them a really beautiful place to live and, and, and raise their families and do their thing. And you're also adding value in solving problems for the neighbors in the neighborhood because you're increasing the property value, taking, mm -hmm. that, taking that eyesore off the block, fixing it up. And you know what I mean? So, so, so there's that. On the tech side, why do businesses like Amazon, why are they why are they so huge, right? Because Amazon is you're like, yo, you can order something right now and you can get it tomorrow. In some places you can get it same day and, and you can order damn near whatever, right? So Bezos is killing it because he he found he found something that was necessary in the market, provided that value. I built this me, brick by brick. Welcome to Brick by Brick, where we discuss different ways for you to build your empire one brick at a time. We discuss everything from real estate, e-commerce, stocks, crypto, and more. Whether you're an entrepreneur, working a 9 to 5, or in the streets, Brick by Brick is here to help you get to the next level. Let's go. Alright, yo, yo, what is going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Brick by Brick podcast. My name is Stefan, aka Steph is Dope, here with Big Bro G, Talk to the People. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Yeah, I mean, hopefully they good. I'm, 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 well, yo, if you're listening, that means you're alive, so you're blessed, you know what I mean? So That's definitely, fact. I mean, definitely got to give thanks for that. Another day, another dollar, another opportunity. So, uh, so yeah, man, so this episode is actually special, as y'all can probably see. I'm decked out in the new Airbnb gear, you know what I'm saying? Dad hats and all that. Um, because we're going to be talking about my startup, Noir Airbnb, and kind of discussing how that came about and what the process has been like. Um, and yeah, man, but I've learned some of the, some of the good, some of the bad and what inspired it and a few different things like that, man. So super excited about this episode. Before we get into that, man, big, big, big bro, how you doing? How you feeling? Blessed, black and highly favored, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's new, man? What you, I know you, I know you stay working on something dope, you know what I mean? So it's so like, what's, what's new in the, in the business world, in the business life? Refinancing a rental property that should be done early next month. Um, we're supposed to close Monday on the property, mm. but, um, it's, I think it was an elderly lady that lived there. Yeah. So they wanted to give, well, give the family another week to move the things out. So I think we're closing next Monday, okay. but, um, all in all, but everything is up working on, um, uh, had a tenant move out of one of our properties. She wasn't paying rent. So, I mean, it was a blessing. Um, yeah. so we doing a little rehab over there, getting that back on the market. Uh, Chelsea going well, you know, right? Kids are man, kids are happy, healthy. I ain't got nothing to complain about. How are you though? What's up, man? I'm good, man. I can't complain, man. Um, 
working on a few things. So one, working on uh, working on getting my insurance adjuster's license. You know, what I mean that that's a, that's a, that's a whole other play that a lot of folks don't even know about. But that's an industry that's paying a lot of money, especially you know what I'm saying during the pandemic times, man. So definitely um, looking into that. As, uh, in addition to building my startup and a few other things that I got going on, you know, I keep a few things in motion, but still try to stay focused as well. But um, yeah, everything's pretty much moving along as far as I'm saying the, the long term goals, taking things step by step, brick by brick. And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Can't complain at all, though. Actually, um, collaborating with a couple of homies on a party. Well, I should say maybe like an event during Art Basel coming up in a couple of weeks down here in Miami. Um, bought some crypto. Shout out to that. Um, so, yeah, man, just, just, just putting, putting plays in motion. Matter of fact, here's some free game for y'all, actually. Perfect, uh, perfect segue. So with inflation going crazy and the price of everything going up, when, 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 when inflation happens, of course, the price of everything goes up, but also the value of your money goes down, right? And so your money's worth less. So how do you kind of hedge against that, uh, against your money being worth less? You invest in assets. So you invest in, of course, real estate. That's going to that's gonna, that's gonna be a good place to park your money and also build your money, build your equity, build your wealth that way. Definitely want to invest in the stock market. That's going to be a good place to park, park a bit of your money. And um, also too, definitely in the crypto market, man, a lot of people, I mean, for, for a long time, um, a lot of wealthy people were kind of skeptical, skeptical against Bitcoin and a few other things like that, but they've seen the, the viability in it and have started put to park a lot of money in, in crypto, man. And like, that's a good way to kind of maintain your money and also build your money to, to hedge it against inflation, man. And if you're into the luxury stuff too, watches, man. So Rolexes, AP, stuff like that. Like if you're, if you're into luxury stuff like that, it's also a good place to invest and park your money and you can wear your money at the same time too. So, and matter of fact, this, we'll, we'll probably end up having a whole episode just on luxury watches and pieces and jewelry. Cause that's that, I mean, people think it's a flashy type of thing, which it is, but it's also an investment vehicle on, on the actual financial wisdom side. So don't, don't, don't think it's just about flashing and flexing, whatever. If you, if you're, if you're doing things a smart way, then that's a good, that's a good place to park your money and build it up as well. So yeah, man, other than that, can't complain. Yeah. I'm actually buying some crypto this weekend and I yeah. just bought Rev. I bought some stock in Rev like two days ago mm -hmm. and um, I was watching market Monday and um, Ian Dunlap said to wait on, uh, well, they said to give it six months and because it's going to have a pullback. So yeah. when it does, I'm going to buy more. Because, I mean, I bought at, I think it was like 150, yeah. 120, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, he was saying that um, he was saying that it should have a pullback to like one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So if it does, I'm going to dump a lot more money in it and kind of average out what I bought already. So, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah. Got to buy the dip, man. Right. Yeah. And I've been actually, like before... As we spoke about before, like I used to try to stay as liquid as possible because um, uh, one of my best friends, his dad has said one time, it's only a good deal if you can afford it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, no matter what it is, if you don't got the cash to afford it, then it, I mean, don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a yeah. good deal for you because you can't buy it. So yeah. um, I'll try to stay liquid. But recently I've been learning, I've been trying to stay cash poor and just dump all my money into all the assets I got moving around, mostly. Mm -hmm. Uh, my rental properties. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's a smart thing too, man. Like, one, um, I mean, there's no shame if you don't have whatever money to invest in whatever people are talking about, whatever we're talking about. There's nothing wrong about that. What it's about, um, what's, what is what is partially about is, of course, acquiring the knowledge and the information. But while you're doing that, um, I'm saying one of my one of my homies on Twitter, 
they started something called stack season. And basically it's like, yo, stack your bread up. You ain't got to be out at all the clubs and the parties and the dinners and the restaurants and buying this and buying that. Like, yo, stack your bread, hit the grocery store, make some food in the house. You know what I mean? Like stack your money up because that puts you in a position to be able to, when you, when you see an investment opportunity or, or something you want to be involved in that can bring you some money back, then you'll be in position to, to deploy some of that capital and run it back up. You know what I mean? So definitely. So, and even in regards to being cash poor, when you got the liquid capital, you want to invest it. Cause if you do, if your money's just sitting, we were just talking about inflation. If your money's just sitting, it's always the value of it's going to be going down. So you want to park it and deploy it in places where it's going to, where it's going to be safe and smart and grow, man. So free game for y'all right there. Definitely, man. Big facts. But, but we are going to be getting into this talk, this tech talk um, about about Noir BNB a little bit, and kind of letting you guys know what the company is about, and kind of how we got started. And um, for those of y'all who don't know, man, um, I mean, people who've known me for the past few years, few years as I've been building Noir BNB, a lot of them know me as, if not the real estate guy, which which Noir BNB is real estate. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that t- topic as well. But they know me for real estate. You know what I'm saying whether it be whether it be on the investment side with you or or selling my ebook or being an agent and helping people sell and buy rental properties or stuff like that. Um, but they all, they pretty much know me as like one of the tech guys. So, and, and, and to be, to be funny about it or to be frank about it, I should say, I actually, I never really considered myself a tech guy, although I've, like, I've, I've, I've been using tech and been involved in tech and whatever for even before um, music, whether it just be using technology to post content, create content, whatever, whatever. But, um, before I started Noir BNB, you already know, um, I was in, I was rapping, I was hosting events, had a record label, was making music, doing shows and the whole nine. But while we were doing all that, um, like say we go out of town for a show, whether it be to Austin for South by Southwest or we're going to Atlanta for A3C, we would rent an Airbnb and like all the homies would be in the crib while we were doing shows or whatever, man. So I got exposed to Airbnb doing that. And that's probably like maybe 2011, 2012. But um. But while I was also making music and on the music scene, I remember they came out with this movie called the called the social network. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like the face. So basically a lot of y'all might know it as the Facebook movie. So I remember right. watching the Facebook movie and being like, yo, like Zuckerberg had a simple idea. He was drunk as hell in his dorm room one night, dropped it and people caught on with it. Very simple. How they put it together. People caught on with it, and then he took that idea, had to put a put a team together, put a couple of people together, and he was able to launch that and make it go crazy. Now, mind you, that's a super rudimentary breakdown of it, and there was a whole bunch of drama that ensued from that. But um, but long story short, all of them still got crazy dumb rich. Um, if they're if they're not billionaires, they're all they're all definitely in the hundreds of millions. So um, and so yeah, man. So I was like, so that kind of inspired me. I was like, well, damn, like I know I got a bunch of dope ideas. And if I if I can put the right team together and build it and execute it, then I know that it'll hit too. But I just put that in the back. Matter of fact, so I, I had like a composition book. I wrote down probably like five, 10 tech ideas that I, that I know would, that I knew would be lit and just set it down and went, went back on my music grind. Um, but then sure enough, man, like that's why I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in, you know what I'm saying, what you think you attract and what you speak you attract. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very real because like, even if you don't think that you're gonna jump on that right now, the universe has a funny way of making things really come out in your favor. You know what I mean? So definitely don't, don't sleep on that. No sleep on your mind and your ideas. So um, to kind of give you a backstory about how the whole idea came together, man. 
So we were, we had an event in Atlanta during A3C and during the event, um, we ended like uh, our booking agent at the time ended up booking us a really beautiful spot. It was an Airbnb in Atlanta. So I'm actually the first person down there recording, you know what I'm saying? Just, just all the amenities and the rooms you know, and the whole vibe. And then the rest of the homies show up and then we're there hanging out. And then the next day, like we all wake up in the morning and the police show up, had their guns drawn, pull up to the crib crate had their guns drawn pointed at us in the whole nine because the next door neighbors saw a bunch of black people in the house and they assumed that we were robbing the place right craziness so eventually we had to show them the paperwork and, and show them that we were there legally and that everything was all good um and for those of y'all who don't know i was actually talking about this earlier today so people know me my stage name and my internet name is steph is dope but a lot of people don't know that the dope actually stands for driven on positive energy because that's what i'm about like I'm, I'm about putting out positive energy getting positive energy back and whether it's a negative situation or not, like I'm, I'm always trying to flip it into something positive or more positive than what it is. So while, so the cops had their guns drawn and during that time, this is like right after Mike Brown, a couple of years after Trayvon Martin. So I'm like, damn, like, yo, police is here. I'm a young black dude. This could really go either way. But in my mind, I'm like, all right, let me take control of the situation and turn it into something positive in whatever way that I can. So after we showed them the paperwork and showed them that we were there and everything, we were there legally and everything was all good, they calmed down, they were cool. And before they left, I was like, yo, is it cool if me and y'all, if we take a selfie real quick? And the cops were like, yeah, sure. One of them was even like, yo, as long as you get my good side. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, bet. So me, one of the homies, my, my boy Zali, who's a rapper down here in South Florida, really uh, taking off doing his thing. Me, Zali, these two cops take a picture. We're all smiling ear to ear. And then I posted on Twitter. I think my thing that the tweet was like, um, yo, the place we're staying at is so nice. The neighbors saw we robbing the place and called the cops. Super simple, put it up, went viral, went crazy. We ended up getting hit up by BuzzFeed, like, like a bunch of different uh, media publications. So like at that point, I was like, okay, like, like this is a pretty big thing. I had gone viral before, like gone viral a million times, like viral marketing, social media marketing is one of the things that I do. But I didn't know that it would take off to that extent, or I didn't think it would take off to that extent. Um, but then eventually Airbnb ended up reaching out to us. And they offered us like a voucher for a future stay and stuff like that. But at that point in time, I realized I was like, there's a bigger opportunity here. So lesson number one for y'all, like don't try to get into tech or start a business in general, just because you think you have a cool idea. Um, what it really should be about is you want to make sure that you're solving a problem and that you're adding value. So whether it be from the tech side or real estate, real estate is the reason why real estate investors get a bunch of tax breaks and, and the government loves real estate investors is because they're, they're providing value and they're solving a problem. One, the one problem they're solving is yeah, one, because there's a major housing shortage in, 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 the, in, the, in the country. People need places to live. People need nice places to live. And so you're, so you're helping the government in solving that problem, but you're also adding value to your tenants and potential tenants by giving them a really beautiful place to live and, and, and raise their families and do their thing. And you're also adding value in solving problems for the neighbors in the neighborhood because you're increasing the property value, taking, mm -hmm. that, taking that eyesore off the block, fixing it up. And you know what I mean? So, so, so there's that. On the tech side, why do businesses like Amazon, why are they, why are they so huge, right? Because Amazon is you're like, yo, you can order something right now and you can get it tomorrow. In some places you can get it same day and, and you can order damn near whatever, right? So Bezos is killing it because he, he, found, he found something that was necessary in the market, provided that value. Facebook is huge because human beings are social animals. We want to socialize and create and let people know what we're doing and what we're talking about. So it's like, yo, he created that platform. Now it's huge, just turning into meta because he sees where things are going in that regard. But we could talk mm -hmm. about that all day. But um, for me, I was like, 
I was like, well, I was like, this is interesting. What happened to me is interesting and this is crazy and it took off. But I was like, all right, like there's there's really something here because it really kind of caught fire. So after I ironically, um, I ended up leaving that trip from Atlanta early because the next day was the was like the 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 million the 2016 or 2015 million man march in DC. So I flew back for that on some super black stuff. And then so 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 our situation happened in Atlanta with the police. We have our show like that night. I fly back to DC the next day for the million man march. And then I'm at the crib like for the next few days, just in, just in the house, like yo, like actually I ended up hosting a festival a couple days after that. And as I'm at the festival, a bunch of homies are walking up to me like, yo, the same thing happened to me. I booked an Airbnb. And when I showed up, the neighbors like didn't like didn't let me in. Da, 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 da. And then I'm hearing a bunch of stories from people around the world, like, yo, like racism is a big thing. It's happened to me. Da, 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 da. So I was like, all right, like, like what happened to me wasn't an isolated case. It actually happens to a lot of people, whether you're black, Latino, Muslim, Asian, like happens to a lot of different people. So I was like, all right, damn, like if the problem is this widespread then there's something that we can, there's a problem that we can solve and there's some value that we can add. So I sat down and I was like, well, I love to travel. I mean, yo, our, our pops is, I'm saying made it, made a lot of his bread in the tourism industry in Jamaica. You know what I mean? So tourism and travel is something that, that we know very well. So I was like, all right, well, I love to travel. Traveling is, is really popping right now. It's, and it's only on the rise. And I'm a big fan of travel noir. Um, and and seeing just seeing how they're kind of taking off and they're growing, highlighting black travel and those cool things. So I was like, all right, well, if you got travel noir and which is which I love and I love what they're doing, and Airbnb is a huge business and black people are traveling, why not combine both concepts, right? So that's how the name Noir BNB even came about because I was like, yo, let's let's create a travel platform, a travel community for black people and minorities to feel safe traveling and doing their thing. So that's when. Um, I hit my former business partner and I was like, yo, I got an idea. I know that you work in corporate stuff like this. Let's come up with a concept and, and make a pitch deck in the whole nine. So we had a contact in Airbnb. We sent them our pitch deck. Um, they, uh, thank you. They, um, they, they love the idea. And they, oh, your wife, you just brought me some, some, uh, some, some donuts. So shout out to her. <laughs> Greg said, what up, man? So, um, she said, what up? She said, what up, Greggy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so I was like, all right, like, like we got an actual business that we can build here. So I sent Airbnb the concept. Um, they liked what they heard and they ended up flying us out to their headquarters in San Francisco to meet with them for a couple of days. So the first thing I got to say is, I mean, they were dope for even extending that, that love for us and flying us out. They took care of the flights, of course, the Airbnb and the whole nine transportation. So that was love. Um, and ironically enough, they like introduced us to their whole entire black staff. It was like, hey, here's all our black people here. <laughs> here's what they do, you know. What I mean? right. So, 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 um, so that was cool because I mean, like, they had a bunch of cool. They had that, they had an entire cool. You know, what I'm saying black organization within their company. So it was dope to meet them. Um, and then we, and then we pitched them the idea, which was essentially like, yo, you guys got a problem with racism and discrimination. So initially, I was like, yo. I don't know how to code. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I was barely into web designing at that point in time, if really at all, like like super, super minimal. Um, and I, but I was like, yo, y'all already got the platform. You got the tech, you got the team, you got the infrastructure. I'm the idea person. I know people, I know culture, I know marketing. I know all that. I'm like, all right, yo, this is a viable concept. One, y'all got a problem with racism, discrimination. We can solve that problem by 
by by creating a platform because i mean like like you've heard of vh1 soul and different things like that it's like yo mm -hmm. when when big companies focus on underserved demographics that provides a lot of value not only for that underserved demographic but it also increases your bottom line and builds builds customer loyalty because they're like yo they rock with me they they're creating something for 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 what i'm into like i appreciate that so I'm like, yo, I know that as far as black people go, like, yo, when you create and you cater to our market, we're, we're super loyal. So it's like, yo, build something for the community to one, solve that problem, show, show your customer base that you care and also increase your bottom line because like, like we spend money with folks that support us and that rock with us. So gave them that concept, but also at the time we weren't even investing or even thinking about real estate heavy like that. So I was like, yo, so for me personally, I might not have a space at the time to rent out or put on Airbnb, but like, you know, yo, we throw parties, we were throwing parties, we were throwing events, concerts, festivals, whatever, whatever, um, like, and like cool stuff like that. So in my mind, I was like, yo, I can't rent out my, my space, but I can rent out my time and show people cool stuff that I do. So side note, here's, here's another lesson for y'all. When I went into the meeting, I didn't have any, I didn't know what an NDA was for those of y'all who don't know. What um what uh what NDA is NDA is a non-disclosure agreement. Basically, that means that if you and somebody are working on something that they can't go talk about, they can't disclose what you guys are talking about, and thus thus potentially have your idea get stolen or whatever, whatever. So I didn't know what an NDA was. I didn't know what an NCA was. An NCA is a non-compete agreement, meaning that whoever you're working with can't just run off with your idea and then create a clone of it and, and compete with you. So I didn't know what an NDA was, what an NCA was, any of that, right? So I went up in the idea, young dude, super hype, super excited, just kicking game. So the idea that I gave them in that regard actually ended up turning into what they launched as Airbnb experiences, which I don't, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really mad at that because for me, that showed me that it was like, all right, cool. You're not crazy. Your ideas are, are viable. Because a billion dollar corporation just used your idea, so all right, stole your idea. Stole they, 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 they yeah. stole it. They, yeah. they, they used nothing. You just took it. You know what I mean? So, so they, so they basically finessed it. They stole it. But at the same time, I was like, yo, that's all good because I can sit here and be mad about it, or I can say, all right, cool, let's 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 do what we're doing and and keep pressing forward so we were actually in negotiation and they didn't they, they didn't end up actually launching that until like a few months after probably like six months after that meeting or, or maybe even a year after that but we were in negotiation with them in conversation with them for about six to nine months because like i said like i, I initially wanted um new airbnb to be a community within airbnb i wasn't trying to compete or do something separate i was like yeah, let's let's build this thing together so at the time they were kind of like yeah um, we're gonna we're gonna make a PR statement and da, 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 and like like they just weren't too focused on making it happen. So we were like, ah. Right. Then a couple months after that, Harvard ended up coming out with a study saying that like, yeah, actually Airbnb does have a major problem with discrimination. Not only on the the traveler side, where like they're not they're they're getting bookings denied and black people got to change their profile pictures to white people like just to get their booking accepted and stuff like that, but also black property owners and hosts. Like they actually make about 12% less on average than white hosts do. So it's an actual, not just a travel and booking problem, but it's an actual revenue problem for property owners. And, and as a property owner, you know, like, yo, you want to keep your vacancies low and, and, and increase your income because otherwise like, yo, like, what are you, what are you doing out here? So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, well, then not only is it a cultural problem, 
this actual revenue problem so I can create something for my people to actually make more money off their rentals while also providing value for people in their community who are being underserved. So I was like, all right, cool. Now I know something. Then a couple months after that, um, the Air, this Airbnb while black hashtag took off on Twitter. And I was like, we ended up hitting Airbnb uh, both of those times. And we were like, yo, listen, we, we came and told you I got a problem. Harvard and Ivy league institution just told you you got a problem. And now Y'all are getting y'all are on a summer jam screen on Twitter right now because like I got a racism problem, right? So they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make a statement." Da, 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 da. I like, All right. at that point in time, I was like, "Okay, y'all aren't serious about solving this problem for whatever reason, but I can't wait on y'all." So that's when I was like, "Man, look." It was like a Friday afternoon, and I told my business partner, "I said, man, look, we're gonna we didn't have no logo, no website." Like all we had was a domain name that I had bought. Like I bought, I bought the domain name. Another another piece of game for y'all. When I came up with the idea for the business, I bought the domain name and just had it sitting because I was like, if I use it, cool. If I don't, I still got the domain. I still own that piece of digital real estate, and and whatever happens from here happens, right? So I mm-hmm. bought the domain in the in the beginning of negotiations just to have it, just to own that. And um, I was like, all right, well. Not I remember telling you, I was like, yeah, buy the domain and anything that sounds similar. Just yeah. buy them all up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. That conversation. Yeah, which on a whole other note, um, matter of fact, we're going to get into that because buying, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into that, right? <laughs> so, um, so, so, yeah, so I bought the domain and I was like, yo, let's, 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 we ain't got no website, no logo, no none of that, but let's put out some information, see how people feel about it. And my idea was, look, we're going to announce on a Friday. When Monday comes around, if we have 100 email signups, then we know we got something to work on. And look, I went on Twitter, did my social media thing, dropped the announcement. And by the time Monday came around, we had 14,000 email signups. Like we went crazy throughout the whole weekend. Yeah, it was nuts. You know what I mean? So then I was like, all right, cool. Like people want this. They care about it. Let's build this joint. So that's when we started like putting the whole team together. And here's another, here's another lesson for y'all. I had my business partner at the time, um, wasn't the most trustworthy person, but one of my peoples actually told me that they weren't, that, that they weren't. But my thing is like, I'm always trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody talks and whatever, but I'm like, yo, like I, I, I never try to be negative about folks or like, I try to give folks the benefit of the doubt, long story short. So, so try to Hello, give them- you. Sorry yeah. not to cut you low-key. Mm-hmm. I should have partnered with you. I was just busy focused on so many other things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really should have been back, man. Come on, bro. Let's just do it. And just yeah. figure it out. I'm hip, but 2020 is hindsight. But even then, you actually right. like you actually really did help us in the beginning too to, to kind of get things rolling. So so like I, and I'll never forget that. I always appreciate that. So so you actually did, did kind of end up doing it anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So so there's that. But um, but yeah, so my my thing and another lesson for y'all, don't underestimate yourself because. Like I said, I was in music, I was rapping, I was hosting events in the, in the street a little bit, nothing too crazy, but like I had never made that foray into tech like that. So what I was actually experiencing is something that people call, they call it imposter syndrome. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm in the game now. And like, yo, like we taking off, we get interviews with Time Magazine and this magazine and this publication and whatever, whatever, Forbes. And I'm like, bruh, like, this is crazy. Like I never like, I, I knew that I wanted to be in these publications, but I never thought it would happen 
like that, that quickly, whatever. So, I'm, so, so like, I'm kind of shell shocked, like, damn, like, like I'm in the game now. So <clears throat> that's when I reached out to my partner and I was like, yo, you, you got history in the corporate arena. Like, yo, I'm gonna let you do, do the, do the recruiting and putting a team together and the whole nine. And I'm gonna just focus on marketing and, and, and building the brand and getting you just cause like, that's what, that's what I do. So the lesson for y'all is one, like, yo, don't fall victim to the imposter syndrome, like whatever room that you're in, you're meant to be in those rooms, wherever, wherever you at, you're, like you're meant to be there because like, yo, like, you know what you're doing. So don't so keep, keep the faith in yourself. So, right. so there's like, that. Well, um, we, I sent you that early in the week. Um, and in fact, I sent it to a bunch of the homies. I'm like, yo, always walk into the room being you every single yeah. time. Yep. Yep. And, and that's, that's super valuable because like, yo, you under, a lot of us underestimate the kind of value that we bring to the places that we go to. And we underestimate our intellect. We underestimate our ideas. We underestimate our ability to execute and a lot of things. And it's like, yo, that's the worst thing you can do because one, you got to give yourself more credit, but then two people see a lot, people tend to almost see a lot more in you before you see it in yourself. And it's like, yo, if they see it in you, then you got to believe in that and 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 build on that because, like, yo, like like, you got that in you, you know what I mean? So Bro, I did that a lot because yeah. there's plenty of times you'd be like, yo, do you know somebody for X Y Z? I'm like, nah. He's like, bro, you know somebody? And I think for I'm like, all right, boom, I do. So like, it's things that we can't like even even if you can't help monetarily mm-hmm. or even help you to build a building. Or whatever the case may be, like you may know somebody that you can put them with and get it done. Yeah. And I'm, I've tried to do that a lot in my life. Like yeah. if I can't help, I put somebody that can't help. Mm-hmm. But yo, I mean, one, your network is your net worth. So never forget that. But then two, but I heard you say this. You were like, yo, if I don't know somebody who, who does it, I know somebody who knows somebody who does it. You that's a I mean? fact. And like, and like, I figured, I found out like that's kind of the same way with me. It's like, yo, like your network is your network. So, that, so, that, so that's a super important thing. And even beyond all that, when I made the announcement, I was like, yo, I'm trying to build the future of black travel. Like, yo, if you know somebody, tap in with me. And I was just me from Twitter. And that's how I also ended up finding another co-founder and my, and my current CTO just off of expanding my network and, and tapping into my network. Cause like, like you never know who you know and what they do. And who knows somebody and what they might do. So definitely tap into your network. But then the I said the biggest part of this whole lesson that, that I learned is like, yo, never if you if you're the if you're the, the the founder or the head of something, like you can't just hand off things to people completely. Because I mean, one, you want to delegate, that's an important part of business, but that's that's when you grow, like that's when you kind of become more hands-off. But in the very beginning, you gotta be super hands-on with everything. So one of the one of the mistakes that I made was. I had my business partner like putting the team together, but these are people that I didn't know from nowhere, didn't know what their morals were like, didn't know what their mentalities were like, didn't know what their work ethic was like. So that ended up biting me in the ass multiple times until we were able to reform the team and I was able to kind of put things together on my own. So that's another lesson for y'all, like it'll be very hands-on with, with, with the team you're putting together. Make sure they understand the mission, the vision, the mindset, because all that is super important when it goes into when it goes into what you're building. So that's, that's one of the that's one of the main things that I learned, man. But we ended up um, putting the team together. We got 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 the logo put together, got a minimum website put together. We're able to continue growing our email list and our in our user list, 
And the funny thing about it was our marketing at the time was so good that people assumed that we were already an Airbnb level company, but it was like, no, like we literally had to build the machine as we were already in the air and, and just and really kind of get it going. So, um, and so, yeah, so, so one, like I'm focused on user acquisition, marketing the company, uh, do, building the brand up, we're doing interviews, they got us doing speaking engagements and, and at, uh, at conventions and, and, and all these different things like that. And it was cool, but it was like, yo, like at the same time, like I, I was trying to make sure that we were focused on the business and continue to actually improve and refine the product. So also never forget to focus on the product and, and maintaining that. But um, we, were, we were raising money at the same time too. And here's a, here's a part of that Facebook-like story. Like we're, like we're raising capital. And at the time, I mean, I was already, you know what I'm saying, getting money doing what I'm doing. So, so I, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't need to, you know what I'm saying, be using company funds or, or focus on that. And, and, and with my not understanding the mindset of my business partner and thinking that we all had the same one mindset and also the same moral compass, like I'm not even paying attention to the money that we're bringing in because I'm like, yo, like, like, like our expenses were super low. We're just focused on product development, building a team together, and and, and, and with 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 understanding that everybody knows this company is going to go crazy, and when it does go crazy, we're all going to be up, up, up and have a lot of money, and I have to worry about anything. But for right now, we're in the trenches, and we got to grind. But little did I know that my partner at the time was kind of dipping into the money, and by kind, I mean a lot. So a it's lot. like <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, you know <laughs> a <what> lot, a <laughs> lot. <laughs> so so with that, so with that lesson. Um, it's like another, another lesson for y'all, like, yo, pay attention to the money. Be hands-on with your team and with your recruiting and all that, but make sure you keep your eyes on the money because if you don't, it slips through your hands. And like, yo, like money is a very, it's a fickle thing. If you don't watch it and you don't pay attention to it, it'll it'll disappear and evaporate. So definitely make sure that, that you're paying attention to that, man. But, um, but yeah, man, so long story short, we continue to build the business build the concept, build our fan base. And um, we tested the product a couple of times and the product broke, which is which is part of the process. It's going to break and not work sometimes. So we had to go back to the drawing board a couple of times and make sure that we got the product right. But eventually, um, probably like a year or so later, we were able to to make our MVP. And for those of y'all who don't know what an MVP is, an MVP means, of course, a lot of, a lot of people think it's the most valuable player, but in the, uh, which it is, does mean that, but in the, in the tech sense, it means your minimum viable product. So what is your minimum viable product? That means that, okay, what is the most basic version that you can put into the market to have your users and customers interact with and get some user feedback? Because the most, the most important thing at the time is like, yo, forget the magazine interviews, forget the speaking engagements, forget the whatever, whatever. Like, yo, talk to your users, work on your product and get feedback. So we were able to put the product out we were talking to hosts and property owners. We were talking to, uh, to travelers and people who wanted to book and figuring out, oh, damn, the platform doesn't do this. They can't do this yet. And that really helps you kind of notice where your blind spots are and, and, and really helps you strengthen up and make your product that much better. So um, we focus on that. Actually, our, our first, like when we actually did drop the product, we dropped it during Essence Fest 2016, which was super dope, went to New Orleans. I met a bunch of plugs down that way. Shout out to um, Mia, who, who I had a partnerships. She actually ended up introducing us to um, our current CTO, Torrance Reed. And um, that's another part of like, yo, your network is your net worth, man. So Torrance really helped us put, um, put our team, to, uh, put the product together, get the coding right and, and get it built up. <clears throat> so 
to the point where we could actually start generating revenue on our own, man. So um, so there's that. And another thing that um, that uh, another piece of game that I got for you on the lesson is like, yo, the beginning of your product is not going to be fully automated. It's not going to be all the way smooth. Like you're going to have to be hands on with it. So a lesson that I learned from Paul Graham of Y Combinator is like, yo, the beginning of your product is supposed to be manual, manual or, or what he says is your initial product isn't supposed to be scalable, meaning it's not supposed to be uh, to be able to, to be grown super quickly. A lot, a lot of what you're going to be doing on the back end is super manual work, such as, so for instance, right, mm -hmm. when, like when, when we didn't have the ability to onboard hosts like super quickly, like what we would do is like, like, like all right, we created something called a Noir BNB concierge service, which is basically you fill out a form, let us know where you want to go. And then on the back end, we would find a property for you, whether like whether it be like, like we were using all kinds of platforms. But the, ma the main thing for us was like making sure that the host wasn't racist, wasn't going to discriminate, and they had a dope spot. We would find a spot. After we found it for you, we would collect the images, put it on the site, share it with you. If you wanted to book, then we then we would book and do it that way. Super manual process, super time consuming and, and, and intensive, but it worked. We were able to generate revenue. We saw that people actually wanted to use the product and we were like, I damn, like let's let's move forward. So that enabled us to um to actually invest, reinvest in the in the product, build and continue working. So uh, so don't be afraid to be manual and get your hands dirty and really get into the business because like that's how you know that your product is actually working, man. So um so yeah, so I mean I could talk about I could talk about that what that process has been like for I mean all day, but we we had some growing pains in the beginning with the initial team, had to reform the team. Make sure you pay attention to the money, pay attention to your product, keep building, talk, talk to your users and your customers, and also, yo, tap into your network because your network is your net worth, man. So I kind of want to go into some of the things that I learned while building the business. So, and you, all right, so the show is called Brick by Brick, right? Last episode, I mean, the last couple episodes, we, we kind of discussed some of the stuff that we learned from, you know what I'm saying, being in the street and how that actually overlapped into business. So one thing that I, that, that I learned that I knew um, while you know I'm being in the street was like, yo, if you got a product that people want, you get the product and you provide it to your customer base because like, yo, like it's that simple. Like you, you mm -hmm. got to complicate it. It's sales. It's sales and it's numbers and it's money. And if you know that, then you can build damn near any kind of business. But a big mistake for us was another lesson for y'all in startups. When it comes to tech, it's all about speed. How fast can you go? How quick can you get to market? How quick can you get feedback? And how quick can you improve and iterate and continue to grow? That's why, yo, your iPhone has an update every couple of months. Like it's, it's got an update to download. Apps are always updating because like, yo, like they're never perfect. They're always iterating it and, and improving and getting better, right? So, mm -hmm. so, um, so with us, it was like, all right, like our, our, uh, our head designer at the time, like she didn't want to, she didn't want to release the product until it looked perfect to her specifications because she didn't want her designer friends to like clown her or she didn't want to be embarrassed or whatever, whatever. And for me, it's like, yo, so another piece of game for y'all, that's called analysis paralysis, right? While you're, while you're trying to be perfect and you're thinking you're going to make this mistake and that mistake, you end up making no mistakes. And that's actually your biggest mistake because you, you actually succeed by failing forward. So, right. you know I mean? so, so for me, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, I feel you, but this isn't about you. 
and your lame mass designer friends, right? These are this is about our customer base who's getting discriminated against and our and our company that we're building. So I'm stressing, I'm like, yo, we need a product, we need to finish this. And it, like we don't need all the bells and whistles, but let's get let's get the basic version out and 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 move it forward. And we were for those of y'all who were wondering what was going on for the first year or so, like that was us behind the scenes, like trying to get a product to market. So, but but at the same time. Another thing was I'm I was the youngest person in the company. So so for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm besides dealing with the imposter syndrome of thinking that I that I, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm also listening to folks who've been in tech, they're older than me. And I'm like, all right, maybe y'all are right, maybe I'm tripping. I'm, I'm gonna listen to y'all, right? Wrong. Do not listen to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, yo, and like like as as I talk to folks who've who've actually been successful in tech, like I realize that damn. My thinking and my 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 mode of thinking, my line of thinking was actually on point because it's like, yo, you, you want to get your product to market and not overthink it and just get it out there. So it's like, yo, focus on speed, get your product to market. Don't fall victim to analysis paralysis because people want to use your product. And also, like, yo, early adopters, they know it's not going to be perfect. So they're like, yo, they want to test it out. They want to they want to talk about your company, but they can't talk about it if they can't use it. So. So I'm sorry to get, I had to get the product to market. And that was a lesson that I, that I learned from the street. So I'm like, yo, if you got the product, put it out there, make some sales. Even, even if you start with, if you start with a half zip, that's okay. You can get to a full, then, then eventually work your way up and do what you need to do. So on, a, on, a, on tech terms, it's like, yo, start with a very basic product. Like uh, you're not going to be the, the biggest on a block, but put it out there get some customers and then scale and grow from there. And that's what it's about, man. So, so definitely learn that. Um, but be, even besides that, like I acquired a lot of skills while, um, while building the company. So the first thing was research, right? Um, being that I had never started a company of this magnitude or even in this industry, I got baptized by fire and I had to do a whole bunch of research, a whole bunch of reading and figuring out, okay, cool. Like basically I had to, I had to, I had to like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I had to learn what I didn't know and even get deeper into that and be like, oh damn, like I didn't even notice that this was a part of it, but but don't be afraid to research, get on Google, get on YouTube, university, listen to these podcasts, like our podcast, Brick by Brick. And uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And keep chipping away at it because like, yo, it's like Nipsey said, man, like it ain't a race, it's a marathon for real. And the marathon definitely continues. So it's like, yo, understand that, that you're in it for the long haul and keep grinding. Um, uh, the next thing I learned is perseverance, man. Like nothing is going to come easy, but the game's going to test you and whatever you want, you've got to, you got to, the universe is going to, God of the universe is going to make sure that you want what you, what you say you want, because it's going to be some trials and some tribulations, man. So push through, persevere, keep grinding and keep pushing. Um, another lesson is delegation, man. Like you can't do everything on your own. You gotta, you gotta find people who believe in the vision and who know what they're doing, and you gotta be able to delegate. But even besides delegating, um, you gotta learn how to create systems and processes. So what is a system and a process? It's like, okay, if if there's something in your business that you do a hundred times, eventually you gotta write down what that is step by step, and 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 you wanna you wanna write it down in a way that you can hand it over to an elementary schooler. They can read it and understand what you're saying. And then another another thing is like, yo, after you write it down in a document, like, yo, 
record a video of it, whether whether it be a, a, a screen recording or whatever, whatever, record yourself doing it so that that way you can hand it off to somebody else and you can hire them to do it and they can focus on that. Because the main thing is you want to, you don't want to focus on the $5 an hour work. You want to delegate the $5, the $5 hour work so that you can focus on doing the $5,000 an hour because that's what helps your business grow and advance. So delegation is a major key. Second thing, organization. Right? Like you got to be organized. You got to be on, whether it be from your paperwork to your vision, to your delegation, to your communication with your team, the whole nine, like that's got to be on point. Another thing too, communication. So something that we use within our team is something is, is an app called Slack. Shout out to Slack, man. Like Slack is like a, it's like a group chat app, but for your company basically. Like, so, 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 so like each of our, um, each, each of our teams in the company, whether it be operations or development or marketing, whatever, whatever, there's a channel in our Slack. There's different channels in our Slack where each of us are talking about what we're doing, what's the next project we're working on in the whole nine. So make sure, make sure that you got a platform to communicate with your team. And also to um, project management, we use Asana for that. So Asana's like, yo, if you got a project that you're working on, put your project in there. Most importantly, set deadlines for that project and work backwards with everything and figure out, okay, cool. Like, yo, this is, this is, this is how we want it to be. And then essentially like reverse engineer it and just work on it step-by-step, step, man. Um, another thing that, that I learned was, so during my time in music, I had been designing album covers, uh, single covers, flyers, like mad stuff, you know what I mean? And I was using Photoshop to design all that stuff and then not really realizing that, oh shit, damn, like I could actually use those design skills that I've been honing for the past couple of years and put them into the actual UI and UX design of our website. So what is what is UI and UX? So UI is, it's the user interface. It's what, it's what your apps look like, right? So that's what you, so UI means user interface. UX is the user experience. And the user experience is how does your, how does your customer feel when they're clicking through your product, right? So, so for instance, right, when you're, when you're using, when you're using your iPhone, right, you open it up, you, you, you might put your passcode in or whatever, whatever, and then the apps look a certain way. And basically like, like the flow of that product is what the user experience is. So so like I've always been big on Apple products and I was like, all right, like how do I, and, I, and honestly, that's why, side note, this is why Apple wins, right? So, I mean, of course you got, you got Android and Mad, Mad other phones, but, and Apple isn't the most technologically advanced company, but where they win is by having the best user experience for their customers. And like, yo, like when their customers are using their product, like they're happy. If it feels like a luxury product, it gives them that luxury, creative uh, business vibe. And if you can provide that for your customers, that's how you win. So I didn't even know that I had those skills or I had that mindset. But when I when when I ended up having when we ended up having to remove our marketing or, or I should say our design person because they were taking forever and other issues, I was like, damn, what are we gonna do? Until one day I was like, you know what? I could redesign our whole damn site. So that's when I designed a new logo for the company. And I, I, th I spent like a weekend just redesigning the entire site to give us a new look and a new feel. And when I did, when we did that, that sent us into a whole new level and people were able to take us even more seriously, man. So um, I learned, I learned design, I learned systemization, I learned road mapping. So what is road mapping? So for instance, uh, big bro, you are a real estate developer, basically now, you know what I'm saying? Like general contractor, but like when it comes to, I'm saying like, like when, when it comes to that whole process, 
It's like, all right, what's the first thing? All right, cool. We gotta we gotta knock the walls down. Yeah, then we, we got a demo. You got a demo. Right, okay, I got you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So so road mapping is like, all right, cool. If we if we want if we want this property to be ready in three months, I got we gotta make sure, okay, cool. This month, these things are being done. Month two, these are being done. Month three, we cleaning up, we getting the property on market, and you know, checking off, okay, cool, like yo. HVAC done, you know, the demo is done, the, the drywall or insulation is up, all that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, the, the floor is done, all the, you know what I'm saying? All the uh, appliances installed, they work and they, they're good to go. And at the end of it, not, now you got a whole new property, it's done and it's dope, you know what I mean? So so I didn't even know what that whole process, process was like until I had to get in the game and learn them skills just you know, off, off just having to learn that. So um, uh, the next thing is growth hacking, learning how to market, put content together. Um, like, like, honestly, like, like what we're doing now is content creation, but that's also how, how you're able to increase your users, increase your notoriety, increase your brand and build your brand. Because one, um, so give, give y'all some free game as far as marketing goes. It's the KLT model. What does KLT mean? People got to know you, like you, and trust you. So we, we, we spoke about it a couple episodes ago, but like, yo, we keep our faces clean. We good out here because folks know us, right? We we've been out here, good dudes, so they like us, and we're consistent as far as as far as who we are. So they know us, they like us, they trust us. That's how people spend money with you, they work with you, they'll vouch for you, whatever, whatever. Because like yo, like a lot of folks don't get that. Like yo, you being who you are is marketing for who you are. Because like not to get weird, but like yo, we're all products. You know what I'm saying? And like yo, like, like people gotta buy in with you and invest in you and rock with you because mm-hmm. that, that helps you grow as a person, whether it be in business, in life, whatever. You know what I mean? It's all about people and relationships. So um, learn how to implement that in the company. Um, def- definitely learn how to uh, uh, be a better public speaker. I mean, uh, as you very well know, I, I, know, I know how to talk ish all day. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm getting used to it. <laughs> it's, it's a process, you know what I mean? Right, but, right. But, but being able to to get those thoughts out there and and connect with people on, in that regard is is a is a skill that's undeniable and invaluable and it's going to be priceless for you for the rest of your life man so i learned how to do that and um we're really essentially product development man like from from step 1 from a to z how to get a product to market um and 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 bring something that people are going to care about and like and and want to use man but like yo overall man like yo a startup company has been a super uh, incredible thing for me I met a lot of great people, been a lot of great places. And the most important thing for us, man, is, is creating a platform where black people can feel safe traveling, not worrying about discrimination. And also too, like our thing, like we never just wanted to be a protest company because we were mad at Airbnb or whatever. Like I was like, yo, if we, if we could work with them, cool. If we're not gonna work with them, cool. Cause at the end of the day, my vision is to build a great product that we can connect and feel dope. and. Also, like let folk let folks know, like yo, like we travel in luxury too. We travel in style too. You know what I mean? Like yo, like we got some private jet partnerships, like yacht partnerships, some of the mm-hmm. most beautiful listings in the game. And it's like yo, like we've done a lot of great things from, and we got properties in multiple cities around the world. We're partnering with some uh, different real estate agents to help us in, increase our inventory. And yeah, man. So no Airbnb. Whenever y'all get a chance, check us out. We're actually in the process right now of um, updating our, our site 
and um, adding a bunch of more properties. We're also working on a mobile app right now. So we never even thought I'd, I'd be I'm saying, building a mobile app and then getting something ready for the app store. But it's like, yeah, man. So like long story short, man, like building this company has been an incredible journey. I learned a lot, been blessed to have the opportunity to, 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 to work with the people that I'm working with. And um, I'm actually wrapping up an accelerator right now. I'm going to the graduation uh, next month, but we just, we just pitched our company up to a bunch of investors yesterday and one of them hit us back and said that we gave them that we were the best pitch of the entire day, which to me was super inspiring, super motivating. Cause it's like, damn, like, yo, people get the vision. They understand what we're doing and, and, and they, they get it and they like it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, that to me means a lot. Cause it's like, yo, like we've been working hard at it. And the fact that people see the value in it is super, it's super dope. And also the fact that we're able to get that value across to them, people who've been in the game. And I'm talking about like, like the guy who, who said that is part of one of the biggest tech conglomerates. Like they own, they own, I, I'm not going to get too, too uh, into the details, but like they own like five sites that y'all know about and that, and that y'all use probably on a regular basis. So, so for us, it's like, damn, like, all right, like once again, I'm not crazy. I got some good mm -hmm. ideas and execute, you know what I mean? So it's all part of the process and yo, I'm, I'm happy to be on this journey. And for, for those of y'all who, who, um, who might not know too, man, it's like, man, first of all, building, being a black founder of a of a startup primarily serving the black market is a unique experience, but it's been a blessing. And on top of that, too, a lot of folks think that these things happen overnight and like 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 the blink of an eye. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes to tech, this is a five, seven, ten year journey to even get where you really were, like where you really wanted to be at. Like like so, a lot of the, a lot of the apps that you think just popped up and they were dope, like now nah, like. Their team's been grinding, building, and working to make it happen. And it's a process, man. So if you're a founder that's building your company, stay down, stay perseverant, keep grinding, um, keep learning, keep iterating, keep you know, whatever you got to do, keep pushing because you never know where those opportunities will come from. Because like it's but but if you if you give up and you quit and you and, and, you, and you jump off to the next thing, then you'll never see what you really could have actually built. And brought to life, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's man. a fact. Yeah, man. Well, I'm proud of you. I ain't gonna lie. And you're absolutely right. Like we do have to keep pushing. Like we can't give up on what we're doing. Like um, I was thinking about like even with trucking the other day. I'm like, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily give up, but I'm like I moved on. But so now when we double back, all the mistakes we've made, they're all lessons we learned from them. So now we're gonna grow. Now we're gonna really show out. Like it's possible. So yep. yeah, man, yeah, just keep man. pushing. And whatever you're doing, just keep pushing. Can't stop, man. And like, yo, like you just said, big bro, it's like, yo, it's never no losses. If you take an L, take that lesson. Cause that's the most important thing, man. Like, yo, learn from it, write it down, document it. And it's another part of business. Like part of part of having systems is you you come up with a come up with a process and test it out. If part of it doesn't work, that's cool. Run it back. And figure out where you messed up at, improve on that for the next time, then if the things go a lot smoother. But I mean that's what it's about, man. Keeping keeping pushing, keep pressing, never giving up. If you got if you gotta dial it back for a bit to, to, to bring it back, then I mean that's all part of the process. But like don't be don't be afraid to fail, because like yo, you you fail your way to success. And any person who's really hit will tell you the very same thing, man. So right, you're failing forward. For you failing forward, man. So that's what it's about. And just never give up, man. And on top, like, one thing I want to add too, man, and I mean, we kind of discussed this as well. 
I feel like in the black community, it's almost like people look at people look at you, and if you if you if if they if they think you failed, or even if you think you failed, it's like damn, I failed. It's not meant to be. Forget it, and and you just give up. But like in other communities, failure is just part of the process, and they fail. They keep pushing, they keep going, and then and then they hit. And in the end, most people don't remember your failures. All they see is like, yo, you won, you, you brought whatever you're trying to do to life, and that's it. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to fail. And and people who people who want to relish in that failure, they're never gonna win because they got the wrong mindset and the wrong focus, man. So like, yo, focus on you, focus on your team, you focus on your family, focus on your mission, keep pressing forward, and that's what it's about, man. Really. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, but but that, but, bro. I think I appreciate the love and the support and the investment and everything. You know what I mean, Cause I, honestly, I wouldn't keep it real. Even to run it back a bit, it's crazy how found y'all again on MySpace, moved to DC on some super random stuff, moved to Maryland on some super random stuff, and had I had I not moved out there, like the trajectory of my life would have been totally yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wild different, you know what I mean? Right. So so it's like, yo, everything happens for a reason and you got to sometimes you got to go with the flow and like, trust yo, the process. man. Trust. You got to trust the process. Bro. You definitely got to trust the process cuz like I was saying before, I kept talking about real estate for years mm-hmm. and just didn't do it. You know what I mean? Cuz I just didn't understand how to do it properly. Yeah. But I never really gave up. I was doing everything else, but I never really gave up. So when it came full circle, it's got moving. Yeah. Like, ain't no way around it. Just like yeah. now he's moved trucking. He's coming back full circle. Like I like we understand the mistakes that were made. And we understand that they're giving away a bag right now. Like it was good before. It was really good before, but it's great now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's a slow season now. By January, February, it's picking back up. We're gonna go crazy because we failed forward every time and we mm-hmm. trust the process. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. trust the process, man. And, and I mean, even what you're talking about with the slow season right now, it's like, yo, when that when the slow season is upon you, that's grind season. That's when that's when you that's when you learning, you plotting, you planning, you stacking, so that when it is time to run it up, you have prepared yourself well enough to to execute at the highest level, right? So it's like so like like folks think that like everything's kind of the same. It's like, nah, man, it's downtime. And during that downtime, doing that downtime, it ain't down like it's a bad thing. It's down like, all right, cool. Now I got time to focus, lock in, try a couple things, learn a couple things, and then and then when it is time to run it up again, you're in you're in the best position possible, man. So, yeah, man. All right. And that's one of the biggest that's that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned the last couple of years. Like in that downtime, I was just getting my war chest ready. I was mentally getting there. I was putting things together. So when it's time to go, bro, let's go. Like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And no, like I said, it's about speed. You got to run, you got to run at a thousand miles an hour, but it's like, I heard a quote that hit me and it was like, yo, it said, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Right. So not slow, like you loafing or you, or you BSing, but slow, like you're taking your time to do it. Right. I me mean, as Jamaica say, yo, tech time. Right. Cause when, yo, when mm-hmm. you tech time, like, you're not rushing and it's you're, you're less likely to make mistakes. So you're not, you're not going so like, like BSing, but like, yo, you're, you're taking your time to do things the right way because 
if you don't do things the right way, it's going to slow you down more because you got to go back and fix it, right? So it's like, yo, take your time, do it right, lock in, learn what you need to learn, practice for how you got to practice, execute how you got to execute, and yo, run it up. And then after you've mastered the basics, then you can kind of build on that and accelerate and, 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 and do what you need to do, man. But like, Bro, yo. Once you master the basics in any industry, then you can scale mm-hmm. rapidly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, I mean, at that point is when you take off. Yeah. But you got to master the basics first. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where a lot of, well, a lot of, sorry, because like you've mastered the basics of your industry and now it's time to grow. Yeah. I'm mas- uh, like, I'm in the process of mastering the basics right now in this industry. And then we're going to take off. Yep. Yep. Man, man, look, we ain't going to talk about it. But as far as some of the ideas that we got for these developments and what, what we're trying to develop and how we're, how we're planning to develop, man, like, how we're going to develop how we're going to develop you know what i mean like it's all part of the process man like and like 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 you said you got to trust the process like and that's something that i really had to lock in on because it's days and i'm like bruh this shit is crazy you know what i'm saying like like it'll it'll have you stressed out annoyed bothered almost questioning yourself but then you have those victorious moments where you're like yo damn i was right i wasn't crazy i wasn't tripping or or, or, or you're able to put what you learned into practice and, and execute even better. It's like, yo, like, all right, cool. Like, now I kind of see what's going on, man. So, like, yo, don't get discouraged. Don't trip. Don't bug out. Just keep learning. Keep grinding. Keep failing Bro. forward. And that's what it's about, man. Just today, I was told I was crazy for the way I'm operating, the, the yeah. at the piece I'm operating. Mm-hmm. And I smiled because I'm like, I understand that you're concerned. I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But wait for it yeah i'm saying like once you get over that hump or once you accomplish that goal then everybody's going to double back and be like bro you was right i kind of knew i was right you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i was just quietly trusting my process i can't Mm -hmm. like i don't really have time to explain it to you because i'm busy in the mix right now trusting the process and moving forward Mm -hmm. and then after they see you after they see you execute then you won't even have to explain it's going to be like all right how do i get in how do I work, work? How do I do this? You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. So, and, and, and on top of that too, what they say, it's a thin line between genius and insanity. So, so if they calling you crazy, that doesn't mean they ain't seen the genius yet. You know what I mean? Facts. Matter of fact, yo, big fact. yo, I am mad genius. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? <laughs> you mad genius. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. The whole time. Look at God. <laughs> Look at God. You know what I'm saying? So for those of y'all who don't know, man, like, yo, Mad Genius Media Group was our, like, media company, record label, squad, the, the whole nine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We're not proud of that, but, yeah, yeah we did a yeah. lot of different Yeah, we, we but that was, honestly, like, without Mad Genius, I don't think I would have I been able to do Dope Since 88, none of my shows, because, like, yo, like, 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 we had that transition from what we were doing before to music and entertainment. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, but that was part of the process. And we, and we got to trust the process. You know what I mean? So, Definitely so trust the process. and you know, even, even this logo right here, like this logo wasn't the original logo for the company. And the first one we had was cool, but I wanted a different look and a different brand. And I was able to rebrand it. And like, like, yo, like that helped us scale. People, people took us a lot more seriously. We were able to grow a lot more. And, and and we get get into a couple of marks that we hadn't even that we didn't have access to. So it was like, yo, step one, like yo, even if you look at Instagram, that was Instagram's for like this this is like their second or third logo. You know what I mean? Like like 
Facebook is changing to meta right now. So what you were in the beginning doesn't have to be what you are five, 10, 15 years later. Like it's all part of the process. And, and you ain't even like, yo, I ain't even ashamed of, you know what I'm saying, our growth. Cause it's like, yo, like without that, you wouldn't be where we at now. So. Right. So. That's a fact. But then also people can really see, and that's one of the reasons I really wanted us to do this. They can really see that, yo, we come from a real place. Like yeah. we're not on here bluffing. We're not rapping like we're something we're not. Am I proud to have things that we would did in the past? Nah. Um, do we have PTSD? Probably. But yeah. we're growing and we're showing that, yo, bro, you can do it too. I don't care what you had going on, what you have going on. Like you can grow too. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, shout out. And I was thinking about him today, yo, bro. Shout out to Rye. Rye's a good dude, son. Like shout a solid Rye, individual. You know what I'm saying? And he like he moved to Georgia and he's growing. But like, if you see him, you would know. Like Rye, good dude, son. Like Rye has mm-hmm. been there in the trenches, where it, like been places where we only think we're coming out of, and he, like he's never questioned it. He's like, bro, if you're going, I'm coming with you, bro. Like, and she's like, what's up? And like, mm-hmm. we're all growing from where we were to where we are now, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. And like, man, like, nah. Super shout out to Rye because ever since I've known Rye, he's always been solid, super, super dope. Shout out to Raj too. It's my, it's my birthday twin right there. Oh, like, talk about bro. that. Shout out to both of them because. Raj has been in trucking. Me and Raj got in trucking the same exact year, and he's still in it. Raj just copped a truck like a couple months ago. And when I talked to them yesterday, um, Raj truck about to hit the road. So I'm saying like, we're all out here growing, bro. We're out here flourishing. We all got to flourish. Man, it's like blessings, man. And it's like, yo, like, I mean, I mean, hey, we just got a dope ass family. That's what what it is. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the family, man. Like, blessings, man, for real. And like, I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, yo, like, it's dope because I was like, yo, Pops was a king. And, and this, this is me talking to myself. I'm like, yo, Pops is a king. My brothers are kings. My cousins and my friends are kings. It's like, damn, like, like I got a solid circle of, of guys that are around me. And I think, that, I mean, that's even a cheat code. It was like, yo, keep good folks around, whether it's family, friends, like, yo, like, that's super important. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, being solid and being A1 is dope. But on top of that, too, man, like, yo, I think that people rock with you and they ride with you because like, yo, like, fam, like, your nickname was and is the general, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and I think I think it was, it's, it's dope that like, yo, like, like, after Pops passed, like, like, you became like the patriarch of the family, but you put that on your shoulders and you, you ran with it, like, you never ran from it. And I think that's respectable and mad honorable. So salute you for that. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Yo, bro, but, yo, sure. Man, we can talk about this all day, every day, man. But like, yo, this has this matter of fact. One more thing too, because we, we, we kind of skipped it. But you told me you were like, yo, buy the domain, buy all the names that sound like it at the time. And I and I I think I I I just bought the one domain, trying to lock that in. But lesson for y'all: another company bought a similar domain name a couple months after we bought ours, and they essentially tried to copy our business model, like. Like word for word, right. bar for bar. All facts. All facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? But some more, yo, I learned, I learned about trademarking and legal stuff because in my mind, I'm like, all right, I see I was trying to copy, but I saw that their team had skills that, that I found valuable. So I was like, man, look, why compete when we can eat together mm-hmm. and build something together? So, so I was like, all right, cool, like, like let's let's work together. And they were like, yeah, let's make it happen. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? I, I, I rock with y'all, but I don't trust y'all just like that yet. 
And this is my concept and my idea. So I trademarked both of our names because like I legally had the rights to because I had the idea and our names are very similar. So I trademarked both of our names um, and they actually weren't able to run off with the idea like that. And I mean, they've, they've since shut down, but like, yo, you gotta take ownership of your name, of your brand, of your IP, IP meaning your intellectual property, because if you don't and you got some dope ideas, folks will try to run off with your bag. And I had already got finesse for Airbnb experiences. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna get gonna get finesse for my whole idea, you know what I mean? Never that. So yo, make sure that you- bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> again. It can't happen again, you know what I mean? So so like, yo, make sure that you trademark your um your name and your brand for whatever you're trying to do. Take full ownership of it. And like, yo, get some lawyers, get some good legal advice. Make sure you have that because like, you, you cannot beat that, especially in American society. And yeah, man, so like, that's the last piece of game for y'all, man. So big bro, anything you want to close out with? Yeah, man. Um, Stay focused on your dreams. Um, Wherever you're coming from, bro, like that's where you're coming from. It's not necessarily where you're going. So dream, focus, pray, and win. Let's get yep. it. Dream, focus, pray, and win. I can't even add no more to that, man. Like, yo, so this has been officially, I think, episode five, right? So, yes. yeah, man. Yo, Brick by Brick podcast. We building the show Brick by Brick. Follow us on Brick by Brick show on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, Brick X Brick show on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we, we got TikTok and all that, too. YouTube channel should be up by now. You're probably watching it on there, if anything. Um, we just dropped a clip on Instagram a couple days ago. I got mad love from it. So, like, I'm already seeing the, or I'm already seeing the vibes and the potential. So, I'm, I'm super happy about it. And uh, let's it's get it, man. It's, it's up, it's, up, it's and, up it's and it's there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, yo, episode five, Brick by Brick. My name is Steph, big homie. You know what I mean? Appreciate y'all, man. Catch y'all later.